Hello everyone, it's Andrea, your podcast friend, and welcome back to Love Andrea, a podcast all about how to navigate love and life in New York City and other random fun topics I like to chat about as well. (laughs) So welcome back, and if this is your first time tuning in, hello, nice to meet you. I really, really appreciate it. So it is officially spooky season. It is the month of October. Pumpkin spice is in the air. It's getting a little breezy. Halloween is just around the corner. It's getting those cozy vibes, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) If you are new here, I usually do how-to type of episodes. I share some personal experience that I went through, whether it was in my relationship or just life in New York City. And I also interview um, my close family and friends and I'm starting to branch out and reaching out to, you know, people that don't just do this because I force them to, but people that actually want to come on the podcast, I am now reaching out to, and yeah, I can't wait for that next section of my podcast, Um, but yeah, so those are the type of episodes I usually do, but (laughs) in honor of October and the Halloween spirit, I am going to do a different type of episode that I don't normally do because, like I said in my intro, I like to chat about whatever I want to chat about. I don't want to box myself in and I just want to give me, you know, some room to just share what I want to share. So today I am going to be talking about spooky Disney fan theories. And Andrea, why are you going to be talking about spooky Disney fan theories? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) First of all, I love Disney. If you know me, you already know this. I love Disney. I used to go to Disneyland all the time when I lived in California. And now living in New York, I just put on a Disney movie pretty much every weekend. I love Disney. So, But before we dive into spooky Disney fan theories, I am going to share my monthly favorites because that is a new segment I brought on the podcast um, starting last month. So what I'm watching, listening, and reading. So what I'm watching, oh, okay, I've been watching a lot of Netflix. And the first show that I completed, I finished beginning to end, is Sister Sister. That is a throwback for me. I grew up on that show. And yeah, it's just so wholesome. I love it. <laughs> and yeah, so Sister Sister is a um, show starring Tia and Tamara Mari. They are twin sisters. In the show, they were both adopted separately and then they find each other at the mall and then they end up living together because they just don't want to separate and so their parent um, move in together to co-parent them basically and it's one of those cheesy storylines where you're like, this is not real, like this can't happen, but um, they pull it off and I love the show still and yeah, it's just really really good. I don't know how else to explain it. If you watch Sister Sister and you've seen it growing up and you know what I'm talking about, send me a DM on Instagram at Love Andrea Podcast. Tell me you know what I'm talking about because I love that show. It's just, it's wonderful. It's amazing. So I finished that and it's one of those shows where I finished and I was so sad because I'm like, what am I going to watch next? What am I going to do now? <laughs> so yeah. But the second show that I completed from beginning to end was Cobra Kai. <laughs> and I am slightly embarrassed for saying this, but also not because 
I really like that show. This is a spin-off? No, not a spin-off. It's just like an extended story to The Karate Kid, basically. So if you've seen The Karate Kid and know the storyline and like The Karate Kid, I highly recommend the show because this is the perspective of Johnny Lawrence and Johnny... Danny. No, is it Danny? Now I'm gonna have to look this up. Give me two seconds. Uh, I was right, yes. So Johnny Lawrence against Danny LaRusso or Daniel LaRusso. I swear they call him Danny, but on Google it says his name is Daniel. But anyway, <laughs> so um, basically, like I said before, it's an extended version of the show. It's them growing up and Johnny decides to basically reopen his own dojo or the Cobra Kai dojo and it's just really good. He opens it up. He kind of teaches these um, nerds how to do karate. And then Danny sees this as a competition and opens his own. Um, like I said, it's very cheesy. <laughs> very like, you know, do they need to make a show like this? No, they don't. But am I glad they did? Yes, it is so nostalgic. And I know all the 80 kids that grew up to this movie would absolutely love um, this show. So I know that's like only my parents, basically. <laughs> so, but yeah, if you are like in your like mid 40s <laughs> and older, you are gonna love the show because it's like that right amount of cheesy. And if you are my generation of like 26, you know, in the 20s, I think I think you're still gonna like the show. I think if you haven't seen The Karate Kid you would still like this show because they do a lot of throwbacks and flashback scenes and yeah, it's really good. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> it's just really good. And I binged that show and finished it and I'm like, no, why? So yeah, <laughs> it's a good show, okay. All right, so what I'm listening to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, I listen to a lot of songs, but I am just going to shout out a podcast that I've been listening to, and I hope I didn't shout this out last time, but I like The Office Ladies. Did I shout that out last time? I don't remember what I shouted out. If I shouted out The Office Ladies last time, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll try to branch out more. <laughs> I'm going to have to re-listen to that episode um, because I can't find my notes right now, but... The Office is definitely one of my favorite shows, so of course I'm going to love this podcast. And also Jenna and Angela are both so wholesome. <laughs> they're just like really great, and they're also best friends in real life. Um, so it's a fun podcast to listen to. And also I'm a nerd, and I like listening to facts about TV shows and movies and behind-the-scenes kind of type of thing. So um, that's what they do. They cover each episode, and they talk about um, the background of it and the process of making the show they interview people and guests who were on that show but definitely give me some recommendations because i'm pretty sure i shouted this out last time i'm gonna have to take a listen to that episode <laughs> but yeah okay and what i'm reading so i haven't cracked open a book because um yeah, life <laughs> like i said before i wish i was that type of person that would just read 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 but <sighs> I'm not. I'm not. But I do enjoy it. I just, I don't know. I need to make more time for it. Ugh. Okay. Um, but I have been kind of reading a blog. I found um, this girl. So she goes by the Bliss Bean, but her real name is 
Beatrice, I believe. And yeah, she does YouTube videos on basically her photography business and how to stay organized and just very motivating type of content. And so I found that she had a blog and I started just reading her blogs. And yeah, that's what I've been reading right now. But I definitely, like I said before, want to branch out. So you all should give me some recommendations. <laughs> Send me a message um, through Instagram or if you have my number, text me. <laughs> give me some recommendations on what I should be listening to and reading because um, I need to branch out. I need to do some stuff. <laughs> so, But yeah, okay, so that's the monthly segment <laughs> part of this episode. Now we're going to get in to what we all been waiting for. The spooky Disney fan theories. Right now I'm going to try to find some spooky music, so let's see if it happens. Are we ready for this? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Wheezy from Toy Story 2 was secretly a villain. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so Wheezy is actually the penguin in Toy Story 2, if you've ever seen it. Um, okay. This is from Seventeen Article. <laughs> I will have a link down in the show notes. <laughs> so um, this is all from the author that written this blog. So let me just read it. Wheezy the Penguin, who Woody saves at the beginning of the movie, seems like a sweet guy, but is he really? Hmm. According to one theory, Wheezy, forgotten on a shelf, probably became jealous watching Andy play with Woody, Buzz, and the gang all the time. (laughs) So when it came time for the yard sale, Wheezy wasn't even trying to save himself and knew Woody would attempt to rescue him, probably getting sold in the process. Which is exactly what happened. With Woody out of the picture, Wheezy would have had a better chance of getting attention from Andy. Plus, remember how Wheezy didn't say anything when Woody fell off Buster the dog? He did nothing to save his friend after his friend saved him. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I can see that. Okay. Okay, next theory. The book Belle describes at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast is another famous Disney movie. This isn't that scary, but let's just try to make it scary, okay? Dun, dun, dun! During the song, Belle, a.k.a. the tune the townspeople all sing about how weird Belle is, (laughs) Belle describes her favorite book. Far-off places, daring sword fights, magic spells, a prince in disguise? To one fan, this sounded like Aladdin, but another claimed it was Sleeping Beauty. For starters, Aladdin is disguised as a prince, not the other way around. Prince Philip, however, is a prince in disguise when Princess Aurora meets him, mostly because she doesn't know he's a prince. Plus, we get a glimpse of the book when Belle reads it while sitting among the sheep, and it looks more like Sleeping Beauty than Aladdin. Hmm. Conspiracy. Spooky. 
they show a picture in this blog and it does kind of look like um sleeping beauty so yeah definitely have <laughs> this link so you can actually see the pictures <laughs> uh, again if you came on here really thinking this is going to be twisted and scary, I'm sorry, I should have had a warning. This isn't going to be like creepy or anything. It's just going to be more like, whoa, crazy, a little spooky. <laughs> this is a very wholesome podcast. Okay, here we go. All right, this next theory is so popular. I've seen this like across the entire internet, like the dark deep web has this theory like this is a very well-known theory so all right here we go emily from toy story 2 is actually andy's mom <gasps> you may remember jesse's owner emily from toy story 2 and probably bald when she dumped jesse in the donation bin but it is possible she grew up to be Andy's mom. When Andy is playing with Woody in the original Toy Story, he's actually wearing a Jesse hat, not a Woody hat. Did he inherit that hat from his mom and does he own those vintage toys because Emily's reliving her childhood via the Roundup game? Also, Emily's childhood room decor was 1960s flower power and Toy Story came out in 1995, which would make Emily in her 30s. Perfect age to have a six-year-old, just saying. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, like I said, that theory isn't new one to me. I've seen that theory like so many times. Um, I don't know. Do we believe it? This next theory I've seen before too. So if you are a Disney freak like I am and you've like looked up conspiracy theories, you've definitely heard this one before too. So <laughs> let's share it. Let's get spooky. <laughs> Tarzan's Jane is descended from Princess Belle. Not only do they look alike and love the color yellow, but consider this. In a scene in Tarzan, Turk is drumming on a tea set. The pot looks especially like Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast, and one of the teacups even appears to have a small chip. Some have speculated that could mean it was a heirloom passed down from great, 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 great Grandma Belle. Oh my God. That might also explain why Jane knows how to connect with the wild guys. <laughs> what? Aladdin takes place in the far off future. The genie complains that 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck, but then he makes a bunch of modern day pop culture references, including impressions from Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> If you know me, you know I can't speak. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay, and Jack Nicholson. So unless the magic lamp has been sitting in front of a TV in the Cave of Wonders, we have to assume Aladdin takes place 10,000 years from now. Of course, there's another possibility. Aladdin never happened at all. <laughs> There's always the possibility that the entire story was completely fabricated by the salesman in the opening scene. So you buy the lamp. Oh my gosh. Am I am I spooked right now? I'm spooked. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that movie again. Okay. Oh my god, this one's sad. <laughs> okay. Carl dies at the beginning of Up. <laughs> 
like, is it getting spooky in here or what? Okay. The first few minutes of Up are a harsh dose of reality. We need a box of tissues, just thinking about it. So it's weird that the rest of the movie is filled with magic elements like flying houses and talking dogs. One possible explanation, Carl actually passed away the night before he was going to be taken to Shady Oaks. And the movie follows his journey into the afterlife. As if it wasn't sad enough already. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> okay. Ariel's mom was in Peter Pan and was murdered by Captain Hook. Disney is no stranger to Easter eggs, and this one seems to be more than 30 years in the making. The mermaids in Peter Pan may not be super memorable, but there is one mermaid who sticks out more than the rest. A young redhead who bears a striking resemblance to another famous Disney mermaid. While we never meet Ariel's mother in The Little Mermaid in Ariel's beginning, we learn her name is Athena. The mermaid in Peter Pan is never named, meaning her name could be Athena. It is also revealed Athena was killed by pirates, and the mermaids in Peter Pan have a less than cordial relationship with Captain Hook and his pirates. Could it be that Hook killed Ariel's mom? <gasps> okay, so this next spooky theory is like, really sad okay nemo didn't survive the attack that killed his mother and siblings finding nemo opens to arguably one of the saddest disney scenes of all time marlin's wife coral and all of their eggs are attacked by a ferocious fish leaving nemo and marlin the only survivors however some fans believe nemo never survived the attack and the movie is just an allegory of marlin dealing with the stages of grief the evidence let's start with the fact that in latin nemo means nothing hinting to nemo being nothing more than a figment of marlin's imagination secondly the five stages of grief are easily mapped out in the movie denial not wanting nemo to go to school anger yelling at Nemo when he swims out too far, bargaining, a journey across the ocean, despair, seeing Nemo flush down the drain, oh my god, acceptance, learning to finally let go of the past. Spooky? I say yes. <laughs> okay, these, these Disney theories, these, these were a little spooky. I mean, they were kind of like, you know, kind of reaching like really really but also i mean i see it i see it <laughs> so the end of this article it says p.s if you're wondering why we didn't mention the pixar theory most disney fanatics aren't familiar with the theory that attempts to connect every movie in the pixar universe but there is one problem it claims cars is set in the future when animals no longer exist exist due to pollution the Cars takes place shortly after the construction of Interstate 40, which bypassed Route 66 a few decades ago. As shown in flashbacks, most of the Cars characters were in Radiar Springs during its heyday. Most Cars don't last 20 years, so it's unlikely they survive from the mid-20th century all the way into the future. So, yeah. 
should we dive into the Pixar theory? Uh, okay, so I'm going to have this all linked in. Um, it's by three authors, so I'm sure they all collaborated together um, to find these theories. And this was written last year. So I will have this linked down. I'm saving the article as we speak. And I'm going to have this linked down for you guys so you guys can read it and see the pictures. Um, but <laughs> I know, and I think we all know, <laughs> that Disney... Um, especially in the early days, they had some of the same artists to design their earlier movies and they kind of just kept um, those same artists on for different projects within the Disney franchise. So a lot of villains and a lot of um, characters and background characters per se <laughs> look alike because hello it's drawn by the same artist so of course <laughs> I know um, and a lot of people know too that um, these aren't really real I mean who knows <laughs> but um, yeah they had the same artists um, design a lot of their earlier movies and I researched and read on, <laughs> not for this podcast episode, but just for fun because that's who I am, <laughs> um, that they do little subtle clues in each movie, kind of um, just giving a nod to a previous Disney movie they've done, um, just for fun. But definitely reading these conspiracy theories um, was a lot of fun. It was a little spooky, <laughs> the kind of spooky I like. <laughs> so. so I hope you enjoy this type of episode. It's a little shorter <laughs> than the ones I know do and definitely a lot different than I usually do <laughs> but I wanted to do something fun in honor of Halloween in the spooky time spirit <laughs> yes I know I didn't talk about like ghosts and <laughs> scary scary monsters but I thought this would be spooky and fun <laughs> to do <laughs> so yeah I hope you enjoy this and I am so glad to be back recording I I didn't mention this in the beginning of the episode, but I did take a little week off. Um, just, you know, to collect myself mentally. Mental health is important. And recording this, today is actually World Mental Health Day. So I hope everyone is doing great, doing fine. And yeah, if you ever want to talk and just chat about life and um, yeah, you just want to vent and talk about life, I'm here. I'm your friend. Go ahead and <laughs> slide into my DMs at Love Andrea Podcast. And I will be happy to talk to you. So, okay, with all that said, I will be back with a more normal Love Andrea episode next week. And of course, if you enjoy this episode, don't forget to give me a rate and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening on Spotify, of course, click that follow button. And um, yeah, I really appreciate it. So, okay, now I will talk to you all next week. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Love, Andrea, your podcast friend. Mm -hmm.